Welcome to Kachemak Currents, brought to you by the Center for Alaskan Coastal Studies. I sometimes take green for granted in our forests. It exists in so many different forms, even through the winter. It's easy to walk by, especially as snow begins to cover the ground. But underneath, there is still an astonishing amount of life. And on closer inspection, the mosses of our forests are certainly a small wonder worth reveling in. Mosses are quite primitive, being some of the earliest terrestrial plants to evolve from green algae and lacking flowers, fruits, seeds, and roots. As you might have noted, this leaves little for the reproductive cycle, which for mosses is a little too complex to get into during this segment, but is a very interesting process which differs greatly among species and typically requires water in order for the sperm to swim across the surface of the plant or to be splashed onto a different one. Clearly not quite your typical plant, mosses are a type of bryophyte. Unlike most plants, which have a vascular system for moving water from the roots to the leaves, plants like mosses are non-vascular, meaning that they are capable of absorbing water and nutrients directly through their surface tissue and transporting it through water-conducting cells via osmosis. Because of this, we usually find mosses in fairly damp environments, although they are pretty hardy, which we'll come back to later. Without a vascular system, they do not have the structure needed to grow very tall, and so we never see mosses that are any more than a few centimeters high. They also don't have the stabilization of a root system, instead using something called rhizoids, which are thin filaments that anchor the moss in place but do not absorb any nutrients. Like many plants, moss tolerance to sun, shade, drought, or cold varies greatly by species, but being in a fairly high-latitude area, we share an ecosystem with some pretty well-adapted mosses. Some species of moss have been found to be almost unbelievably drought resistant, with the most well-known examples being experiments which revived moss that had been entombed within a glacier for about 400 years. They are capable of shutting down their metabolism, drying up, and going dormant until conditions are more stable, whether that be in a few months or many years. But even through less extreme circumstances, forest mosses show an incredible resilience to things like snowpack and freezing temperatures that kill off many other plants during the winter, or at least drive them into dormancy. Some mosses have been found to actually photosynthesize beneath the snow. In forests where the canopy opens up enough, sunlight can actually penetrate through shallow layers of snow and allow the moss to photosynthesize during the winter. Snowmelt can provide the hydration needed for this process, and even in colder temperatures, mosses may be insulated enough by a layer of snow for photosynthesis to proceed. Not to outdo itself, some research currently suggests that moss may also carry antifreeze properties. One of the biggest issues in cold weather is that the process of freezing can rupture cells as the water expands into ice crystals. Many mosses contain fairly high concentrations of a compound known as arachidonic acid that is protective against freezing. Despite the fact that they carry little to no nutritional value, mosses are a winter food source for several types of animals living in harsh environments, and scientists speculate that this may be because they are actually able to utilize those antifreeze properties in their own bodies. There is still a lot that is unknown about this, but it's a pretty interesting concept, and one more way that mosses can surprise us with their adaptability and use in the natural world. This is Shannon Moore, and this has been Kachemak Currents, brought to you by the Center for Alaskan Coastal Studies, which has been connecting you to the nature of Kachemak Bay through education and stewardship for 40 years.